okay, like you got to enjoy the journey before you get the destination because that's what it's all about. And that was probably the coolest part that's come from releasing music is that I'm actually making a difference and helping someone maybe get through something. Hello, and welcome to the Anxious and Ambitious podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and I'm on a mission to change the way that we think about anxiety. Oftentimes, it can feel like anxiety can get in the way of our ambitions, and I'm here to tell a different story. In each episode, we'll explore how we can manage our anxiety, heal our nervous system, and conquer our fears so we can shine as our most authentic self, go after our biggest dreams, and achieve our greatest ambitions. You'll hear stories from people who have been there themselves and strategies from experts who can help you thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. I'm here with Laura, officially known as Olor, who is a Toronto-based artist and also one of my oldest and very best friends. With her introspective, bright indie pop tracks, as well as her heartfelt lyrics, I honestly can't help but romanticize her. If you don't know, those are some of her songs. I'm a big fan, and I'm just so honored to call her a friend. At the depth of my own anxiety, Laura was actually a very important person in my own circle of support. We both navigated a lot of anxiety in our teenage years and into university, and I'm really grateful that we're able to go through a lot of it together, as well as be there to support each other along the way. So we will get into that, but I want to start this conversation off on a high note. So Laura, what are you most ambitious about lately? Hmm. Well, probably music, something related to that, basically kind of what she's been talking about. Um, I am working on a video right now that'll be released in the near future for the song, honestly, that I just released. So that's probably the biggest ambition thing I'm trying to do right at the moment. That's so exciting. Releasing music into the world is a big deal. I know I'd be scared to do it. I mean, just recording this podcast has brought up a lot of my own anxiety. So how does it feel to release your, you know, your first couple songs as an independent artist? It's definitely like very scary. I mean, that's kind of something that held me back for so long as I kind of was like, oh, am I good enough to release music, like and all that stuff. But I just kind of realized one day that you get one life. So I kind of tried to just look at it like that and just go for it and know that whatever happens is the way it's meant to be. And if I try my best, then that's really all I can ask for myself. But it's it's definitely felt scary, but at the same time, very fulfilling and stuff like that, that I'm able to share what I've always wanted to share with the world, basically. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I can imagine that it would bring up a lot of mixed emotions because it's exciting. It's been like this art and this craft you've been working on for so long. And plus it has the opportunity to help so many people through the lyrics. But then I feel like anytime you're doing something new, there's some anxiety that's going to come up. Um, So how did you really navigate that anxiety as you were releasing your music? I think like a big thing for me is kind of just taking things like step by step, like I think for a long time, the reason I was so scared to do things like this is because I would always kind of just take it as this big thing. And I was like, oh my God, like releasing music is such a big thing. But then when I just take it as like, you know what, today I'm just writing a song or today I'm going to hit submit on the release of the song today, the song's coming out, like they're big things, but at least they're not as big. And it just kind of helps me also focus on the moment and actually enjoying the journey rather than focusing on it being such a big and scary thing, kind of just trying to make it more, um, less of a big thing, I guess, and more just something that I want to do and kind of putting that kind of aside from it. 
Mm, I like that breaking it into small steps, but then also steps that you maybe enjoy more. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. You don't want to miss the steps basically. So that's that's something I've kind of realized a lot lately. Mm. And I'm sure there's probably some importance around there of like just taking some time to slow down. Cause I mean, there's so much you can do as an artist, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, especially in this, you know, social media driven kind of world, it's definitely been can be draining at times and feeling like I have to constantly post and being so consistent and stuff like that. And as an independent artist, like I don't have someone, you know, doing that stuff for me as of at least right now. So it's definitely been kind of hard to navigate and stuff like that, but I just allow myself to take moments and know that I'm not perfect. And that if I didn't post on Instagram as much as I want this week, that's okay. Like my art will still get out to the world and it, it doesn't mean that I I'm not doing a good job basically. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure a lot of other artists would also be feeling anxious about releasing new music to the world and also feeling that weight of all the things that they have to do. And, you know, you're only one person. So what advice would you give to another aspiring musician? I think I would just tell them to not get lost and caught up in the stress of it or the social media aspect or the marketing aspect and stuff like that and kind of like lose yourself in art you have to kind of what helps me is grounding myself because every so often you know I'll be worried about how many streams of the song get how many people viewed this video or something like that and then I kind of just sit back for a second and go okay why are you doing this like what do you want from this kind of thing and kind of go realize that I want to make art which is what all musicians have in common so I think it's like just always good to just take a moment and actually focus on what you want to show the world and not just kind of what other people are thinking about it kind of thing. Mm, Yeah. Really coming back to the purpose of why you're doing it. I love that. Yeah. And you mentioned grounding. Is there anything that you do that helps you to feel more grounded, especially when you're feeling more of those emotions coming up? I think like as a musician, there's always someone with a lot of cases in life, always someone ahead of you, or seems like they're doing more than you and all that stuff, but kind of realizing that it's just all, on show what you're seeing and stuff like that and so I think as a musician like with a lot of social media and all that stuff that you're seeing it always seems like someone's ahead of you or doing more than you and stuff like that and sometimes I can get caught up in like feeling kind of bad that I'm not doing enough or that I'm not releasing as much as I should be or I'm not doing this as much as I should be but then I kind of will take a moment to kind of think about what I have accomplished recently and be proud of those things and realize like it's okay like you got to enjoy the journey before you get the destination because that's what it's all about. And then I kind of realize why I'm doing it again. And it's because I love making art and that's the most important thing. So that's kind of what I try to just focus on and ground myself in that kind of thing. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Really coming back to the reason that you're doing it. And um, I like the idea of even just looking at what you've done. I think it's so important because when we're on this ambitious journey, it's like every single step, you think the next step is so scary, but you forget all these steps that you've already taken. Totally. Um, Self-reflection is huge. mm -hmm, Yeah, for sure. You can tell from speaking with you that you've developed some wisdom around how to navigate these emotions, especially being an artist. How would you say that your relationship with anxiety has shifted over the years? Um, I think that before I kind of saw anxiety as a thing that was kind of like holding me back and something that meant that I couldn't do stuff. But now that I've kind of been diving into what I really want to do and kind of, you know, not focusing on as just anxiety being this bad thing, 
I felt feeling been feeling less anxious over the things I do because I'm actually doing what I want to do and not letting the anxiety control me. I'm controlling it. And even though there's still lots of feelings of discomfort and anxiety along the way, I'm letting that push me now rather than hinder me from doing things and thinking that I can't do them because of anxiety. And I think that also comes with also just taking a lot of time over the years to like work on it, go to therapy, you know, read a lot of stuff and realize that I do have the ability to control my anxiety and it doesn't need to control me and just constantly, honestly working on it. It's one of those things that, you know, we're always going to be dealing with anxieties. The world's always changing and all that stuff. So I think it's just shifted in the way that I'm now actively always trying to work on it and use it as a way to push me forward rather than push me back. Mm, Yeah, I love that because anxiety really can hold us back, but it can also be used as that momentum to push us forward. And I like how you mentioned that, you know, you kind of used to feel like you're a little bit more out of control over your anxiety and now you feel more in control over it. What do you think has led to you feeling like you can control it a bit more? I know you mentioned therapy. Yeah, therapy has definitely been something that's helped a lot. I think I just realized that before the feelings of discomfort was uh, something that I thought that I should push away from and, you know, not go dive into those things. But now I kind of realized that everything I've done to grow over the last like bit and ever since I started, you know, really pursuing music, like it's called come from a level, a level of discomfort and a place of discomfort, which was is kind of the anxiety around it, but it is ends up being good for me in the end. Um, and just kind of, I think, just shifting kind of what the anxiety means, not always seeing it as something that's telling us not to do something. Cause I think before I kind of just lived my life in a way that it was like life kind of just happened to me and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think just, I've gotten older obviously too. So that's helped a lot and just kind of like experiencing life more. But I think I just realized honestly, the pandemic for me too, like kind of was something that even though it was a terrible thing that happened, it was something that I realized like, wow, like we have one life. Like if we don't do what we want, like then we're just going to end this life and not kind of have given it all our all and stuff like that. And I think I just realized that I can really do what I want if I actually actively try. Mm. I think um, a big thing that you mentioned there is how you feel like if you didn't do something, it would cause you more discomfort when you're older to not have done the thing. And I think, especially as young people, we put so much pressure on ourselves for being perfect for doing anything. And the older that you get, the more you realize that like nobody is focused on you except for you. And all that you really need to do is make like your little eight-year-old self proud and your 80-year-old self proud. Like nobody else is really going to care along the way. No, totally. Yeah. So I think that helps with anxiety too, because it sort of just helps take the pressure off the moment and be like, I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing it for anybody else there, you know? Yeah. And I think it's also just coming out of those, I guess, rules that everyone kind of like constructed to us and was like, you need to do this, have this career, you know, be logical within and stuff like that. And yeah, you do need to pay your bills. And I still have a full-time job and stuff like that while I'm trying to make a music career work. But at the end of the day, I want to do what's going to make me happy and what's going to give me purpose. And I think a lot of people are like that, but I think a lot of people get caught up in anxiety because they're too scared to kind of make that leap and stuff like that. But I think everyone's Mm -hmm. capable. I think it's just sometimes fight or flight light. It's just our body tells us, you know, no, you shouldn't do it. But sometimes it's just telling us that, yeah, it's going to be kind of hard and it's going to be uncomfortable, but that's where we truly grow up, grow, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Everything that you want is just on the other side of, the uncomfortability and even more important that uncomfortability is completely normal. And I think it's something that every single person experiences. 
totally, absolutely. Um, and so, I mean, things obviously as we learn and we grow and we learn these ways to manage our anxiety as well as, you know, sort of fixing even just how we understand anxiety, it shifts our ability to manage it and work through it in our daily lives. So looking back when maybe you had a bit less of this understanding and ability to manage it, what was it like for you navigating anxiety as a young adult or as a teenager? Definitely like teenage university years, there was a lot of anxiety for me. Like almost every day I felt anxiety and stuff like that. And, and it would make me, it would, you know, be hard to have an appetite sometimes or be so stressed out that I couldn't focus on anything else. And I kind of feel like I was missing parts of my life because I was so just stressed about the future and stressed about this and all that stuff. And I think at that point, I thought that those anxieties were helping me and that, that it was just, that's how I was. I was a warrior and all that stuff. But then I realized that it was something that was actually hindering me. And if I didn't start working on that, then I was never going to be able to be my true self and be truly happy because I would just be letting the anxiety kind of like hold myself back. So it was definitely difficult, but it's definitely something that I think has helped me grow um, mm-hmm. and kind of led me to the place I am today at the same time. So, yeah, that's beautiful. And I agree, particularly as a young person, it can feel like your anxiety is trying to tell you something and maybe it's just who you are. I know for me for a long time, I just thought, you know, I have this anxiety. I can't do those things. That dream isn't even one for me to dream because that's not something I could do. I have anxiety, but learning to understand it more and being able to use those strong emotions to actually propel you forward instead of holding you back is so powerful. Totally. I completely agree. Yeah. So back to a little bit about your music, your song, honestly, talks about the emotions that one goes through in a breakup and romanticize is also quite emotional, sort of talking about the emotions that we feel looking at today's social media. Um, So would you say that music has helped you to channel your emotions? Uh, Yeah, totally. I mean, I've always been someone who's like kind of wrote and I've always, even though I wasn't releasing music up until recently, I've always been someone who's like go to write writing as something that helps me with my anxiety and writing songs is like the biggest things that's like kind of let me channel how I feel and put into art, which is why I kind of wanted to be able to share those with other people because I think it's relatable in a lot of ways. Um, Like romanticized specifically, I wrote that kind of about me being really truly afraid to release music and me being afraid to put myself out on the internet and all that stuff because I'm like look at all these people like they're doing this too like how could I possibly do this and how could I possibly like get where I want to be when there's just so much up against me and stuff like that so that song was really kind of me navigating myself and kind of like it, the reason I kind of like pushed myself to actually release music which is kind of like the reason why it was the first song I released basically. Wow. I love that. I mean, I kind of knew the story behind it, but I didn't know that that was why it pushed you to be the first song released. That's so lovely. And like I said, like I'm sure so many different artists are going through that. That's a cool first single to have. Now, conversely, like how would you say that writing music has helped you to navigate some of the more difficult times? Like in this way, it kind of helped you put yourself out there, but have you also used it as an outlet when you're struggling a bit more? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, no, I definitely like when I'm mostly upset or something's going on, my kind of outlet is that I turn to songwriting. It's not always going to be something that I'll release to everyone. And there is some songs that, you know, might be more private to me and I just write for myself and stuff like that. But 
it's always been a way that I've been able to kind of channel my anxiety, whether it's, you know, going through a breakup or going through a friend breakup or a different job or something that you've kind of like lost or anything like that for me, like that's kind of how I channel like all my energy into how I'm feeling and kind of gets out there. And it kind of like allows me, it's like a self-reflection almost like it lets me kind of uh, figure out kind of what I want to do in situations and stuff like that. I kind of write very introspective and kind of, kind of going through myself, kind of going through these thoughts back and forth and stuff like that. It kind of just, sometimes I like write a song and then I like figure something out kind of thing, if that makes sense. Kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's almost like songwriting as a spiritual practice, or, I mean, I guess it's sort of, it's very similar in the sense of journaling, But I think something I like about songwriting in comparison to journaling, and this is coming from somebody who doesn't really write songs, but I think you have to sort of put it into more of a conceptual idea that other people can relate to. And then it makes your pain feel more human. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, I totally agree with that. And, and I think the cool thing about songwriting too, is that, you know, I might put out a song Um, And it might mean something to me, but then it might mean something to someone else. Because a lot of the times, you know, you're writing, but you're not writing kind of word to word of what happened to you in the situation. You're writing more metaphorically or in a way that kind of like someone could relate like a breakup song to ending a friendship or um, losing someone or something like that. It might be a different meaning for them than it is for me, which is why I think songwriting is just so cool because there's just so many people who could have so many different stories and stuff like that. And they kind of just like come together and music just brings everyone together because it's just such a collective thing, I guess, for people to kind of like experience. Yeah, that is so powerful. It's so cool to know that just by having somebody listen to you in their ear is that you might be helping them through something that they're going through. Totally. And I haven't experienced it a lot because I'm still a very small artist, but I've had, you know, people that I don't know at all, like reach out to me and be like, your song like meant this to me and stuff like that. And that was probably the coolest part that's come from releasing music is that I'm actually making a difference and helping someone maybe get through something or kind of maybe realize their own feelings and emotions by listening to music. Cause that's what a lot of music has kind of like done for me, which is another thing that definitely helped me a lot when I was younger with anxiety is listening to music and kind of having that as an outlet as well, rather than always just writing, listening, I think is a big thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Music is like one of the fastest ways you can change your state. If I'm if I'm feeling down, music is my go-to, especially if you have to get out of it in a hurry. Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so I guess um, to wrap things up a little bit here, what advice would you give to somebody who's struggling with anxiety to encourage them in going after those big ambitious dreams that they have? I think I would just tell them to, you know, like I said before, take it one step at a time, take it one day at a time and kind of think, what do you really want? If you could do anything and you didn't have any anxiety, you didn't have any fear and there was no one looking at you and no judgment or anything like that, what would you truly want to do? And I'd say, go for it and do it and just try it and give it your all. And just don't set these high expectations for yourself. Like don't go and mean, I don't go, I'm going to release music and I'm going to become super, super famous and get millions and millions of followers and all that stuff. Like that's not what I'm going to try to do and stuff like that. Just focus on the purpose of it and why you're doing it and expressing yourself and being your true self and stuff like that. And just go for it and don't think about what could happen and just think about what is happening in that moment, basically. Yes. Don't think about what could happen. Just think about what's happening in that moment. That is a quote. If I've ever heard one, (laughs) you don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. So why worry about it? You know? 
It's so true. You know, the, the present is a gift. That's why they call it the present. <laughs> it is totally. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, this has been amazing. It's been really nice to be able to dig into a little bit more of your journey. Um, where can our listeners find you so that they can hear more of you? Um, all like streaming platforms, all the major ones, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon, um, all that. Um, uh, over, you can just search Olor and find me. And then on social media, I'm at It's Olor on Instagram, TikTok, all that. So hope to see you around there. Amazing. Yes. So please do go check her out. Her music and especially her videos are fire. You definitely need to go watch. And um, if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, then please do uh, subscribe, like the episode, leave a comment, share it with your friend. Anything you can do really helps.